ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Welcome into the Tuesday, March 15th edition. I'm your host, Paul Swan. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're here till 6 o'clock. We're going to get your phone calls in and text. I'm going to ask you to do text today. I am rolling solo to spring break. That means all of my free help is gone on spring break. Hope they're enjoying their time off. We are here, though, taking your text at 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. Of course, our phone line is brought to you by White Claw Hard Seltzer is made pure at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. We've got several places we can go today. I do want to let you know coming up next Monday, sort of a a long tease here. He hasn't even been on the job. Probably, I don't know what his time schedule looks like. So maybe this is a... A full day after five, I don't know, but Christian Spears, Marshall's new athletic director, hitting the ground running, maybe? I don't know if that's the right phrase. Maybe, I think it was Grant that wrote this, taking a stroll. Grant from the Herald-Dispatch, Grant Trailer, does a fantastic job, and I think he's the one to coin the phrase, he's taking a stroll, so I'm going to steal that. He's getting a lay of the land, as he should. Comes in, he's talking to people. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be biding for his time. And guess what? I've got some of it. That's next Monday. We're going to do that here in studio. So I'm looking forward to bringing him in, uh, showing him around the Kendrick Communications facility, the complex here, Radio Plaza, whatever we want to call this. And we're going to talk to him a little bit about what's going on his first full week as the athletic director. So far, so good, right? You get a good feeling about this guy. I mean, you want to make him welcome. You want to make sure that he knows uh, you've got his back, you're supporting him. You hope that he can move the program forward. I know there's some things that got to be addressed. Baseball, I'm sure, is nonstop with him right now. People are addressing that issue. So the good news is we'll hopefully have an update on that as far as, you know, maybe what some new designs will look like, maybe, you know, a, a rebid, maybe get an idea of what they want to do at the university, the athletic department with the facility. And honestly, I hope it gets done. And I, and this is all anecdotal now. I don't know if this is the true voice of fandom, but I have seen on the social media side of things, I've seen a lot of things on social media. And I digress, but we're going to get into that in a minute. But I've seen on social media, hey, maybe, maybe scale it down. Maybe you don't really need a baseball facility because it's not a revenue generator. Focus on other things and... You know, I kind of been on the mindset that if you're going to sponsor baseball, then do it right. Treat it as you would every other sport. And yes, we know football is the revenue sport. It brings the most money in. And you're hoping that basketball can be a revenue generator. And you're hoping all this revenue can support the university's athletic department, all its endeavors. And that includes all the other sports and the opportunities that are afforded these young men and women. I mean, for a lot of people, martial athletics is just entertainment. And I get that. I completely get that. For you, it's, it's a source of entertainment. And for some others, it's sort of your identity. It's part of what the community is about in your mind at Marshall University. Yeah, it's what the community identifies with, identifies as. 
you know, we are Marshall. And I think that if you're going to do this, you're going to do, do it right. Yeah, I don't want to play favorites here. I'm not, well, you know, got to spend more money on football. No, we can do everything. It's going to be hard, but you can do everything. You want to give everyone an equal opportunity because this is extracurricular activity, right? These are student athletes, but they're students first. But we want to make sure that they have everything they need to compete. If you're going to go to the trouble of sponsoring the sport, you might as well try to be as competitive as you possibly can. It's not the end of the world if you don't win, but at least let's give them a fair shot. Let's give them a fair chance. And so I think that's what a lot of us are saying. I've even seen on social media some people saying, hey, you know what? And it's not me, by the way. It's not me behind an alias. I know you might think it is. It's not. Hey, let's do hockey instead of baseball. That was not me. I did not forward that agenda. I want to clarify that now before somebody goes, Paul, is that you posting on a message? No, it's not Paul. Paul did not forward that. As much as Paul would love to see hockey sponsored at Marshall University, I think baseball is going to be the bigger winner. You bring a facility into range of campus, on-campus facility adjacent to campus, close to campus, walking distance of campus, and I think you can grow the program. And you can see some good baseball. And if you have lights, you don't have to worry about when you start the game. You can start it at a reasonable time. You could start it after work for a lot of people. I mean, how great would it be? Midweek series, Marshall against a Sunbelt opponent. After you get off work, maybe if you have lights, head on down to the ballpark, catch a, a couple of uh, innings maybe. Be a nice little diversion here. Quality of life issue. So. I'm sure he's heard that. I'm sure Chris, yeah, Christian Spears, athletic director of Marshall University, who, whom we are going to have on the program next week, will hear all of this and then some before I even get back to him. Before I get to him on Monday, we get him in here. He is going to have heard it. He's going to have new stuff for us. He's going to hopefully shed some light on where the university and athletic department's going it's day two officially on the job. And, of course, you know, Dan D'Antoni's contract is you know, up for renewal. What's going to happen here? Now, there are two thoughts right now. There's one, and I was reading Chuck Landon today, columnist of the Herald-Dispatch, and Chuck's basically saying, don't be surprised, two-year deal. Okay. So, two-year deal. Enough to maybe transition into the Sun Belt if you're going with that. And then social media is telling me something different. And again, all anecdotal until it's an official release from the university. It's either hearsay, speculation, or I'm quoting something from someone who has revealed some information to me. And there are two philosophies here going on right now. He's going to get a couple of years. Dan's going to be back. Dan wants to come back if he's asked back. And maybe this is going to end as... um, well, it's going to be anticlimactic. Dan's not going to be the head coach of the basketball team. We don't know. We'll hopefully have some answers for that later this week. Now, I know Wednesday is supposedly the day we're going to find out something, or at least uh, maybe get some direction here. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be here on Thursday and Friday in this form as we've got basketball coming up. The NCAA tournament begins tonight with the first four we have those games here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm looking forward to a little college basketball tonight. It's been a couple of days. 
I didn't think I'd miss it as much. I miss it, so I can't wait for that. I'm going to catch a little bit of that action. And if you can't watch it tonight, you've got a great option here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. So we're going to have the entire tournament. Now, if you're at work on Thursday, you're stuck at the office, you can't watch any of the action, but you got a radio, we got you covered. It's basically going to be, you know how the Red Zone channel works on NFL Network or DirecTV? You know how that works where you, you go to the, the best action, you get the highlights of something that just happened, or you're looking in live, here's where the best action's at, we're going to go to the best action. Yeah, That's basically what we're going to be doing the first few days. It's going to be like sort of the Red Zone Gonna stick around with some of the action. Then when a new game begins, we're gonna go to that. And when something exciting is going on, we're gonna switch back to that. So our friends at Westwood One, great coverage as always. So you're covered. You're good. Do not worry. You gotta hop in the car during lunchtime hours. You gotta go do something, head to an appointment, you're going out to lunch. Keep it locked on ESPN 94.1 and AM930. You're gonna have all the action. You're not going to miss anything. So that's what I'm selling to you. You're not going to miss anything with the tournament. So I'm excited. It's a great opportunity for me just to um, enjoy enjoy college basketball. Because I remember once upon a time, you would just get the game. And here's how far we have progressed as a society and how far television and media has taken us. Once upon a time, Back in the day, you know, where I had to walk up hill four miles, had to walk up a hill and then walk back up that hill four miles to get home every day in six inches of snow. You've heard these stories, right, from your elders. Yeah, so back in that day, kids, one game. You got one game at a time. Like, wait a minute. And and so, and if the game got bad, they would cut away, like, okay. Like, say you're a huge Kentucky fan, and you want to watch Kentucky, and they're just getting getting all over a team. They're just blowing them out. Well, we are going to cut away from that because that's not interesting. And fans of the Wildcats are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We want to watch that. We, we like seeing these bludgeonings. No, we want to see good games. And now technology enabled us to watch it. I was able to watch it from my work computer years ago. I had to, had to sign up for an NCAA account, and I was put in a queue to watch a game. I mean, this wasn't that long ago, but it feels like forever. But I was put in a queue to watch a game online. This was like around the time, the birth of the ESPN streaming, and around that time, I don't want to say it was 15 years ago. Feels like it, but okay, maybe 12, 13. I, I, I can remember, you know, having more of those games. But before that, we got one game at a time. And then DirecTV had a package because DirecTV at the time was, was the hot thing. Everybody was getting DirecTV and it was pushing the sports. So I would subscribe to like a March Madness package. And I had a different role in my career at the time. So you know what I did? 
I took I took a day or two off. Like, look, I'm not coming in. I'm going to be watching this. I'm going to watch this. We had the games on where I was working. I'm just doing this. I'm watching watching the tournament. And so I would get to select on DirecTV. I think you probably remember this. So, you know, we went from one game at a time to, you know what? Hey, you know what, CBS, local affiliate, I don't want to watch your silly game. I want to watch this game. And so I get to watch the game I wanted to. And now it's it's all over the place. It's on multiple channels. It's streaming. We've got you on radio. You can get all the games because it's it's exploded. And it's money. It's all about money. And it's great, though. Say I don't want to watch the game that's featured on one channel. I can go to the next channel. I can watch a different game. I can lock in. I can just hop around and watch all the games I want to watch. How cool is that? I know. It's amazing. It's amazing what science can do, isn't it? It's amazing. All right. Uh, we're going to get your phone calls and text in. Uh, let's do text today. 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. So what says you? Are we going to see Dan D'Antoni a few more years roaming the sidelines at Marshall University? Uh, are you of the mindset that maybe Dan's not going to get to come back? Maybe Dan says, you know, I'm going to I'm going to step away or Marshall University is going to announce, hey, you know, we're not going to renew his contract or we're going to get the word that, hey, Dan's going to be here for X amount of years. What are you feeling? What's the what's the temperature in the room right now? 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. We'll get your phone calls in, your text. Some good news today for Tavion Kinsey. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some news coming out of Cincinnati. The Bengals are starting to do some deals. And baseball's back in action tomorrow. Not a good day yesterday for baseball. Back in action tomorrow. Softball's in action as well. So we've got all of that to talk about. It's all coming up on your Tuesday edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the Tuesday, March 15th edition Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Our text line this hour is 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. Ready for some basketball tonight? I am. First four underway tonight. We've got that action for you. Does the tournament begin for you with the first four? Or does it begin once the first four is over? The play-in game. Do you care? Because nobody cares about the play-in game on the bracket. If we cared, we would turn our brackets in yesterday or say the deadline would be now for a lot of brackets. Hey, are are we playing? Yeah, okay. When do we need the bracket? Well, we're going to need it Tuesday because we're doing the play-in games. What? No, that doesn't happen. So do we care? 
We absolutely care. I'm going to say, not for bracket purposes, but, yeah, I'm going to watch that tonight. I'll watch that action coming to you from Dayton. And, of course, broadcasting right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm in on that action tonight, so I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully you are as well because it means we're just one day away closer to the start of the big bracket proper. All the other brackets uh, I'm not really paying attention to. The CBI, whatever they're calling the CIT, the NIT. I'm understanding that they're having problems on both men's and women's brackets, uh, really getting all of the teams that they're looking to get in commit. You'll see that a lot. And I think the transfer portal, you saw what happened with WVU's women's team. The women's team basically citing reasons of, you know, roster depth, injuries, the transfer portal, you know, declining its invitation to the women's NIT. And that's that's perfectly legit because I wouldn't want to put the team that I have out there in a position to fail. And I don't know what kind of dollars you're looking at with a game like this, but I thought that was a that was a smart decision by the women's basketball team in Morgantown and WVU to to not take that. Don't put the team at risk. Transfer portal is going to have a. I think the transfer portal is going to have an impact on some of these postseason tournaments. Maybe not right away, but I think it's going to come. Because if you're not invited to the NCAA tournament, your team doesn't get in. Is there any excitement if you're a college kid? Are you sticking around to play in the NIT? Are you going to say, you know what, coach, let's do it. A few years ago, it was done at Marshall to afford some of those players uh, some more opportunity, and Marshall went in and won the CIT. If you're in it, you're in it to win it, I guess. And Marshall went and won that postseason tournament. It was nice. It was a nice time. It was fun. I can't deny that. It was fun. It was It was really cool. Marshall got to play in the postseason tournament and, and won. I mean, was it the NCAA tournament? No. Was it the NIT? No. I mean, but it was a tournament, and the fans seemed to be into it. The fans wanted it. The team, you know, the team didn't let down. And you got the win. John Elmore, yeah, got to finish his career on a high note. I love that guy. But these days... You know, is it going to be more and more of the norm that teams are going to decline these invitations? Or is it going to be you know, outside the norm? You know, more teams are going to jump at the chance to get an extra, at least an extra opportunity. I think it's going to come down to we've got too many spots now. We've got too many tournaments. There are more bowl games than there should be, right? Eh, maybe not. Maybe it's college basketball. That's the issue. Because how many of you are really going to want to go spend some time watching the NIT? Now, if there's a team you like, if you're a fan of the program that's in the NIT, then you're in. Maybe it's not your favorite thing, but you're in. Like, okay, I'm in. NIT, I mean, still, despite its status, it's not the premier tournament anymore. It once was the premier tournament. It once was the tournament. So, it has a legacy. I mean, the NIT has legacy. It has status. For everything you might say about the NIT, at the end of the day, the NIT 
It's still a revered tournament. It's not this also-ran tournament. It's not the biggest tournament. It's not the NCAA tournament, but yeah, the NIT is pretty good. So if you get an NIT bid and you got a team that you can go, do it. If it's not going to maybe enhance your program's efforts, you know, skip it. I get it. But does that start to maybe fall by the wayside if you don't get into the NCAA tournament and then, okay, hey, you know, sorry you didn't get into the NCAA tournament, but we'd love to have you in the NIT. No, we're going to pass because some of our players are jumping into the transfer portal. We don't have a team. We're missing some guys. It's just not going to happen for us this year. So is that going to be more and more of an issue? It's going to definitely water down the experience. And here's another consideration. How many programs can actually afford to take on smaller programs, lower revenue programs? How many of these programs can actually take this on? I'm sure some of the larger institutions that get invited, they could probably take it on. But what's the reward here? What's the financials? What's the reward like? And what are you getting out of this? And you might have some members of your team just missing. Because if it's not the NCAA tournament, are you going to really excite your team? Like, hey, yeah, we missed out on the tournament, but the NIT wants us. Eh, no, I'm going to pass on that, coach. And how many players are going to take the tournament as its option to, okay, you know, didn't work out here. I think I'm going to go elsewhere. But, hey, we got this uh, potential NIT game. Uh, that's nice. That's awesome. All right, Texter writes, let's go to the text, 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. Texter writes in, I watched Dan D'Antoni's postgame press conference after their loss in the Conference USA tournament, and he didn't sound like a coach that is planning on stepping away anytime soon. That's a good point. He said that. He talked about his, some of his plans. He didn't indicate that he was wanting to step down or he had to think about it. I mean, he indicated that he was, if Marshall will have him, he'll be here. So anything that happens between now and we find out that either he's got a contract renewal or he doesn't, I'll be interested to hear. Sometimes a, an institution will offer a coach the opportunity, hey, coach, you, you want to step down so that way we didn't, like we didn't renew your contract or you know we didn't fire you. You, know, you offer a coach, if you like him enough, you like the coach, appreciate it, you just want to move on, but you offer a coach the opportunity. Hey, you know, we're not going to go we're not going to go with you anymore. We want to change directions, but you know, we'll give you the opportunity if you'd like to to maybe step down. That way it doesn't look like we fired you. It doesn't look like, you know, we're leaving on a bad note here. You, you try to make it, you know, as part on good terms you try to part on good terms I mean, that was something i was taught i maybe have messed it up one or t- two times but something i was taught you know don't burn your bridges and listen, i'm human i've probably burnt a bridge or two but you know, dan's an important person in the history of marshall university athletics dan's a, an important figure so if you're not going to Go with him. You're going to move on from him. You know, you, you try to try to make it as yeah 
parting is always going to have some rough spots here. You hate to part, hate to leave. But I would think if that's going to be the option, you offer that. I'm not saying that. I'm not even implying that that's the conversation that's going to be happening. It could be, as uh, you know, has been indicated, maybe he gets a couple of years, he gets a two-year deal. He comes in, meets with the athletic director, like, hey, I want to continue to do this. I feel like I can get some places, you know, with you supporting me. I, I, yeah, I'm all, I'm all in. Hopefully, you're all in with me, and I'm all in with you. Let's do this. I, I think we can, we can progress this program. Okay, let's go. We'll ride together, coach. I mean, that could be the conversation that's going to be happening, or it's like, hey, coach, you know, I know you're dedicated. I know you're a part of this institution, and, and you know, you've done a, a lot of things for Marshall, but I think it's time we need to transition on. You know, how do you feel about you know, maybe just stepping down? You know, that way we're just not throwing it out there that, hey, we're not going to keep you. Yeah, kind of make it cool. That could be conversation. Because remember, when Doc Holliday was let go, basically it was like, yeah, we don't want to renew his contract. There wasn't a, hey, Doc, do you want to step down? It's, yeah, you know, we're not, we're not going with Doc Holliday anymore. Yeah, we're, not, we're not doing that. We're moving on. So that's what's going to happen. You got three options here. We're moving on. Welcome back, coach. Glad to have you for a couple more years. Or coach is going to be offered the opportunity to maybe uh, move aside, step down. That way, thanks, coach. We appreciate everything you've done for us. And we're going to be looking right away for a new coach. We're excited. We're thankful for what Dan's done. We're excited for the future. You know, variation of the you we're looking. Yeah, we're either hey, we're not. We're going in a different direction. We're going to be looking for a new coach right away. Or thanks, Dan, for everything you've done. You know, Dan's going to you know decided that you know it's time for him to step down. We're going to go look for a new coach, and uh, we're excited for what the future holds. And none of this could happen. All of this could happen. This is all pure speculation right now because. There hasn't been in a meeting yet. There hasn't been a, like a sit down. This is just us talking right now. This is you and me. Hey, we're we're talking. We're kind of we're kind of hashing it out, trying to figure out what what could happen here. This is what we do. It doesn't mean it doesn't mean we don't like Dan. It doesn't mean we like Dan or don't like Dan. There's not there's no hatred or love being assigned to any of this. It's it's just matter of fact. I mean, for the record, I love Dan. So. I, let me get that out there right now. For the record, I love Dan. If Dan comes back, let's go. I like Dan. I like Dan a lot. Dan's always been good to me. Dan's always been uh, personable. Dan's always been willing to talk to me. Dan's always been good to me. Always been, you know, upfront. Dan's been good to me. I love Dan. If university loves Dan, we're going to see Dan for a few more years. If if some of you want to move on from Dan and the university agrees with you, well, we're moving on from Dan. That means you got to let the new guy come in, and um, hopefully everybody will get behind the new person, support them. It's like, I love Jeff O'Malley. I think he was doing a fantastic job. The new athletic director is Christian Spears. I'm all in on Christian Spears. It doesn't mean I love Dan. Uh, I don't like you know him. I mean, I'm all in on him. I mean, he... he I like Jeff. I like the new guy. Text line. 
304-523-2275. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Tuesday, March 15th edition of your drive. Paul Swan, your host, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Text line is open today for you, 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. One more show tomorrow, and then that's the rest of the week. It's uh, basketball from noon to probably midnight. So wherever you're going to be, make sure you have your radio handy. Gonna be in the car. Take your radio with you if you, you know. Do people still do that? Do they have pocket? I have a pocket radio. I work in radio. People still have pocket radios that they take with them. Take to the park, maybe. I know everybody likes their streaming apps, but do you take your radio? Do you have that anymore? I'm just curious. Again, text lines three zero four five two three two two seven five three zero four five two three two two seven five. Couple of things I want to. Uh, touch on before we uh, call it a show, and uh, we got one more break to go. So this is going to be a quick segment. Uh, good news for the Marshall men's golf team. Uh, and first of all, uh, golf junior Tyler Jones finished in the top five second consecutive tournament. He leads the herd through the Bobby Nicholas Intercollegiate on Tuesday evening. That was a few minutes ago. Uh, Marshall came out sixth out of 16 teams. I just got the release maybe a couple minutes ago, so I'm reading through it right now as uh, as I got it. And so congratulations to the herd. I mean, six out of 16, that's pretty good. That's showing some progress here. Uh, Tyler Jones, top five finish, second week. That's good. So some good news for, for golf. Bad news for baseball. Baseball just got 14-2. That was the result yesterday. Marshall, Ohio State. Marshall, Ohio State, haves and have-nots here. Ohio State takes that one 14-2 against the Herd. Marshall baseball at Ohio on Wednesday at 4 p.m. And then, you know what? If you're one of those that can take a day and head up, watch a little Herd baseball, softball's at Ohio, 6 p.m. Some good scheduling there. Take in a little baseball, take in a little softball. I'm sure both teams would appreciate to see some some Kelly Green in Athens. Some baseball back in action tomorrow. Softball in action on the road as well. Marshall football ticket renewal now open. And they're running some sort of promotion. You, know, you can get upgraded parking. Yeah, check all that out over HerdZone.com. I, I could break it all down for you, but yeah, I know you didn't tune in just to hear me Wax poetic about ticket plans. That's on herdzone.com. So we're caught up now. Uh, Bengals news. We'll talk about that. Oh, and I almost forgot. And how shame on me. Tavion Kinsey named NABC All District 11 second team. So congratulations to him. So he's making he's making the district team again, and so he should. Tavion, I'm not saying he's the lone bright spot of the basketball season. There were some guys out there that uh, played hard and, and did what they could, but you know Tavion, you know, he shines. 
He definitely is. Uh, I think he's coming back. Seriously. You can write it down. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I think he's coming back. I don't have any insider knowledge on that. I just think Tavion's coming back. We'll see. Does Tavion come? Here's the thing. What's this? If if Dan doesn't come back, does Tavion stay? If Dan comes back, Tavion probably maybe will stay. But if Dan doesn't come back, does Tavion go? Or is Tavion going no matter what? Is Tavion staying no matter what? Think about that. Text line 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. We'll wrap it up with a little Bengals news, get some of your phone calls and text in. We'll do that on the other side of the break. Paul Swan, your host. This is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. Our final segment of this Tuesday edition, and the text line is still open at 304-523-2275. That's 304-523-2275. Paul Swan, your host for today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 AM 930. Our phone line this hour, while I'm not taking calls today, I do need to remind you that on those days, and we do take your phone calls, all those phone calls are brought to you by White Claw Heart Seltzer. It is made pure. How many of you have been uh, keeping an eye on what's been happening with the NFL? I know we're all in the midst of college March madness right now, but how many of you have been keeping an eye on what's been happening? Uh, I've been kind of watching with a little interest, kind of see what the Bengals are, are kind of trying to do here. And I think the end result will be better than what the Bengals – ultimately ended up with after the Super Bowl, I think the team's going to be better. At least I'm hoping so. Bengals re-signing defensive tackle B.J. Hill. He gets a three-year contract, so that's some good news. And, of course, uh, I think a lot of us were maybe a little sad. Bengals were unable to re-sign tight end C.J. Uzama. So he is heading to the New York Jets. So good luck to him. He was a fan favorite for the Cincinnati Bengals. I'll say this, though. The signing and releasing of players isn't as traumatic with the Bengals as it is with the Cincinnati Reds. Let me, let me, I'm not going to go into all the details here. I'm just not. But I have heard so much whining. I get it. Some of your favorite players are, are getting thrown away. For what? I get it. It's not like your favorite team hasn't been terrible in years past. You should be used to it by now. I get it. But are you serious about I'm not going to be a Reds fan anymore? Okay, grandstand much, do you? I need to stay off social media is what I need to do, especially Facebook. Because I'm just going down my feet. It's like, I'm not a Reds fan anymore. Well, that's great. You know what? Hey, the Pirates are right here. Come on over. Come on over. We'll, we'll introduce you to the Pirates. Pirates baseball. I bet you the Pirates are better than the Reds this year. And that probably will tick off some of you. And for some of you, it'll be great. Come on over. You want to hear baseball? We got you covered. If not, that's fine too. But... 
it's not one or two people. It's like in unison, the entire fan base has decided to announce to the world that I can't be a Reds fan anymore. Okay, that's great. Unless you're calling me to tell me about it, and then we can discuss it on the air, I'm not, uh, I'm not so sure that's a good look. Seriously. You know, Marshall has a bad year. Am I gonna, I'm not a Marshall fan anymore. Yes, you are. Shut up. Seriously. Yes, you are. Shut up. I need to get that. I have, I have Woody Woodrum recorded saying, shut up. I got to get that. I got to get that here. You know, I can just play it. Seriously. You know what? I'm a Bengals fan. I've been a Bengals fan for, for like as long as I can remember. And there were some years where it was just terrible. Terrible. I never at one time said, you know what? I think I'm, I'm not going to be a Bengals fan anymore. You either are or you're not. I'll come back to them later if they get good again. No. Go away. You can't, you can't ride with, with us when it's terrible. Come on. You can't ride with us when it's good. Okay, we'll make room for you on the bandwagon. But that's the point. Yes, your team is terrible. Yes, your team is not doing things you like. Yes, you're a fan. You're a fan. You're, you're a fan. You can't tell me you're not. If you're not a fan anymore, I want to see yard sales all across the Tri-State this weekend with you with all your Reds gear because I'm going to come shop. I want to see what kind of deals I can get. or you know, I want to see your eBay listing. I'm not a Reds fan anymore. I'm a Put all my gear on, on. I'm done. Looking for a new team. No, you're not. Stop it. Completely stop it. You're embarrassing yourself. It's not like you haven't seen bad baseball before. It's not like you have, oh, this, like now is the straw that broke your back. Now it's, it's now, not all the other years. I mean, come on, let's be honest. I went through the 90s with the Bengals. I went through that dark time, and I came through off yeah much much better. I went through it. It was fine. I remember years where you know Marshall. This was after the plane crash and all of the. You know when Marshall was just losing, and you couldn't fill Fairfield Stadium. You have bad times. Come on. Stop it. I'm not a fan anymore. I'm not a fan anymore. I can't stand it. They trade away my player. You know, you know. Maybe you're just not maybe you weren't a fan to begin with. I'm not a fan anymore. Thanks for being a fan. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. I think all the terrible times that I mean, seriously, I'm a I'm a Bengals fan. Don't talk to me about terrible. Don't don't ever do not. You want terrible? I will introduce you to terrible football seasons. It's like the Bengals are getting really really good now. The Bengals are like like contenders, and the Reds are just like I don't even know what the Reds are. That's gonna do it. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow. It's our final show of the week only because we got NCAA March Madness coming up. The Madness is back. We got the first four coming up in 
30 minutes will be our airtime. So stick around. I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks for joining me here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Good night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W231BS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.